Hello, it's episode 358 of the Keto Diet Podcast. I'm so excited you're here today. We have a really good show today. We're chatting about drainage pathways and your biggest drainage pathway, which is your sweat, your pores. So if you don't know what a drainage pathway is, I encourage you to listen to a couple of episodes that we've done in the past. There's episode 344 and 285. Now in today's episode, I do mention Killbind Sweat Protocol. That's from episode 285 with Dr. Jessica Petros, Dr. Jess. So if you're curious about that process and you want to learn more, I highly encourage you to go back to episode 285 of the show to listen to that. After you've listened to this one, you got a lot of content to listen to. That's the name of the game over here. So I wanted to take a moment before we get started. Uh, with our podcast interview to just chat a little bit about drainage pathways, detoxification. You have a little bit of background as you move forward with today's episode. I'm getting into sharing this a little bit more um, only because it's something that I'm experiencing right now and really getting into myself personally and with my clients. And as you know, my website, healthfulpursuit.com has been this way since when did we start it? 2010, where it's really about the pursuit of health. And and it is constantly evolving, changing as new research comes out, as I progress in understanding things more and educating myself and going to school and all the things as we uncover different things and root cause work. So let's talk a little bit about drainage pathways. How I like to explain it is really think of your body as being a sponge, right? And the sponge is holding a bunch of water. How we squeeze out that water in our bodies is through pooping, peeping, breathing, and sweating. Those are really some of the biggest ways that we can get stuff out of our bodies. And so for a lot of us, maybe our urination is okay. For some of us, we may constantly urinate. We might have issues with urination. With our bowel movements, we could have diarrhea, constipation, GI issues, irregularity in that way. With our breath, how often do you take deep belly breaths? In fact, a really fun practice that I did with my husband a couple of years ago is I said, hey, Kevin, when I'm not paying attention, I'm just doing what I'm doing. Can you just randomly look over and see if my belly is moving while I'm breathing? And he did it a couple of times. I did it him a couple of times. Both of us were breathing very, very shallow. You could barely tell we were breathing and it was all coming from our chest. And so when we're not doing those deep belly breaths, we can have issues with our lung, which is lungs rather, which are one of our drainage pathways. Now we think about sweat and today's episode is all about sweat. It is one of our biggest drainage pathways. Many of us have blocked sweat pathways. I don't know about you. I talked about this in the episode, actually. I'm just... Oh, going outside and not sweating. Is that like you maybe work out or you go outside and your friends are all sweating or your husband is sweating and you're like, dude, I haven't even broken a sweat. What's wrong with me? Or the opposite to that, you're like, I haven't even broken a sweat. This is so great. Whereas you have to go have a shower when we get home. It's not a good thing to not sweat. And so today's episode is really going to be about sweating and the benefits of sauna that go beyond detox, that get into detox. I really want to highlight how important it is to sweat, whether that's in a hot bath with Epsom salts every other day or in a sauna or sauna blanket or sauna tent or whatever you have access to to sweat. Now, we are still in the colder months, depending on where you're at. I know in Canada at this time of year, it's still super cold. And when we were in Canada full time, oh my gosh, I don't think I sweat from like September to June. <laughs> All my Canadians, raise your hands with me. So it's really, really, really important that we move articles through our drainage pathway our sweat drainage pathway through our skin, uh, many of the things like heavy metals, mold, PCBs can be actually sweat, like come through our pores. Some of the huge benefits that go beyond detox of sauna are blood flow improvement, 
reducing uh, stress, like just becoming more calm. In fact, when I get into the sauna blanket, it's quite stimulating for me. And so I like to actually do it in the morning because I'm ready to go. It really invigorates me. And so that's another improvement. Uh, sleep improvement that night after I've done a sauna. So great. Uh, skin smoothness, skin health, brightness, all really, really good things. So Today I'm interviewing uh, Ed, who's the co-founder of My High, a wellness brand making infrared saunas more accessible. And I found them after a ton of work and a lot of anger around finding a sauna solution. Oh my goodness. Like I've had a couple saunas in the past. I had one of the first Jube saunas, which is a red light sauna. It's like a, a modulated piece that you stand in front of. But the issue with that is that it doesn't really make you sweat. Unless you have like a huge modular component with three or four of them, you're not going to sweat a whole bunch. I have one now that I use just for red light and I love it to pieces, but I don't find that I sweat with that. If I have any injuries or things that I'm trying to help or when my neck pain gets really bad, I'll put it very, very close to my neck and that will be helpful. But overall, it's not good for actually opening up your drainage pathways and working through sweat. So then I also had, I can't even remember the name of it. It was a tent sauna. I liked it, but living on a boat with very, 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 very limited space, there was no option for a tent, a permanent solution that sat in the corner. That thing is also around three or $4,000. That's too much money. Uh, then I looked at a Therisage tent. I liked the idea of it. I liked that there was light in it, but I didn't like how much space it took up. And those things are also pretty costly. And of course, then you have like the actual physical saunas that it run five to eight thousand dollars and that's also not an option so after a lot of research I came across a uh, blanket sauna and I actually found higher dose being recommended a ton of times and so I did a bunch of research I tried to reach out to the company they never responded that's always my first red flag I went to their Instagram I found out they used sex to sell if you go to their Instagram there are naked bodies everywhere they objectify women's bodies I'm never okay with that and so that was a big downside and when I went on their website and I started researching uh, they listed that they used multiple types of fire retardants in their product as if it was a good thing. So that was a huge red flag. I tried to reach out to them multiple times. They did not respond to me. So after many, many months of trying to get answers, I actually found my high. I reached out to them. They were so incredibly welcoming and friendly and wonderful. And they answered all of my questions. Ed offered to come on the show to chat with me. I said, yeah, yeah, hold tight. Let me get one. I purchased one on my own. I like to do that when I'm trying on a new product. It was really just just for me, you know, like most, well, all of these things start off with me just wanting to find a solution for my own health. And I said, yeah, I'll reach out if I want to have you on the podcast, but I really need to try a product for a couple of months before I entertain anything like that. So here's some of the benefits and drawbacks of what I've liked about my high. Now, at the time of this recording, I've had my my high sauna blanket for a about 60 days. Uh, so the benefits, it doesn't take up a lot of space. It's literally a blanket, like a sleeping bag that you lay on your bed or anywhere else you want to do it. I've thought about trying this outside. I thought that might be fun. You lay it out, you sit in it. So then you roll it back up after it's clean and put it away. It takes up, I don't know, maybe 10 inches by or three feet and it rolls up into a bag or folds up, I guess you could say. You can lay down as you sweat, which is a huge benefit. Uh, you can't be on your phone while detoxing. A lot of people have tent and solutions such as that. They'll have their phones in with them and be working while they're detoxifying. I super don't love that. Um, the price point is on point. Their blankets are under $500, which I love. You sweat so much. If you guys go on my Instagram at Leanne Vogel, you guys can look at my sauna highlight and I take pictures of my sweat <laughs> because I want you guys to see just like how much there is. There's so much. It's ridiculous. They're easy to clean. There's a 30 day money back guarantee. There's no fire retardants and the company doesn't use sex to sell. Some of the drawbacks that I found 
is that you have to wear clothes while in the blanket. This was odd at first, so I stopped wearing clothes, and then I realized how much you sweat and how big of a cleanup it was, and then I started wearing clothes again. You have to set it up every time, so that could be a drawback for some. The setup is literally take it out of the bag and plug it in, but it is like a setup. Now, I'm hesitant to say that you get, well, I know now that you don't get direct light exposure. You're getting infrared wavelengths, so if you're looking for direct light exposure, my recommendation recommendation would be to get like a little handheld direct light and just put it on areas where you need the light and then get a sauna blanket or you know another alternative to do more of the sweating so that way you're going to get the sweating with the blanket and you're going to get the direct light um, like I was talking about with my juve it's definitely not required if your goal is sweating to detoxify, then you're going to want an actual detoxification tool such as a My High Sauna blanket or something like that. Therisage makes a good tent if you have the money for that and you want some of the red light and you have the space. That would probably be my second best option if I did have the space. I would go with something like that. But what I really like about this blanket, and I totally forgot to include this, is that you can travel with it. It's so cool. So if you're going somewhere on a road trip or whatever and you want it with you, that's a huge benefit to be able to take it with you because generally when you're traveling, gosh, do you need detox, right? You're just like, oh, I feel so gross. I want to go home and, and be in my bed. And the detoxification totally helps with that. So, okay, we are going to get to today's episode. I just wanted to share briefly, I guess this hasn't been briefly, it's like 12 minutes, kind of what my thoughts are on the sauna, why sauna, the drawbacks and benefits of this, other alternatives. And if after listening to today's episode, you enjoy it, you want to check out My High, I've put together a link for you. It's healthfulpursuit.com slash My High. That's M-I-H-I-G-H. So healthfulpursuit.com slash My High. And you can use the coupon code Leanne, all in caps for $50 off. That's L-E-A-N-N-E for $50 off. Okay, let's get to today's episode. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel, and you're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've put together a free 21-page guide on achieving weight loss on your keto diet if nothing is working as a little thank you for being here today. Grab your free guide at ketoforwomen.com to get the steps you need to overcome the hurdles standing in your way. Hey, Ed, how's it going? Hey, I'm, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm so good. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. No worries. I'm, I'm very excited. Very excited to be here. Cool. Awesome. Well, I already did your official bio, but why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So I'm the uh, the co-founder of My High and just a all-round lover of wellness when it comes to, I guess, also food. And I've dabbled in, in the keto diet myself as well, but also some of the, the cool tech that's coming out right now as well as just keeping fit myself. So yeah, happy to talk about all things, uh, all things wellness. And why sauna? Like <laughs> why, why are you in this space? What about it? Like gra- made you gravitate toward it? Yeah. It's kind of a funny story actually. So myself and my co-founder Wyatt, we very similar interests and we used to go to an infrared sauna all the time, but we had to, book in to go to a sauna in you know a wellness center or a spa and they weren't always available and we had to travel to to go there and we had to pay every time obviously and so we were in our our mid to early 20s and we're sitting in the sauna and thinking it would be great to just have one of these in our own home because we could use it every day and it would just be so much more convenient but we didn't have an entire room to fit a whole sauna in and we certainly didn't have you know five thousand dollars either to spend on one so we began thinking okay well, what if there's a more portable version and um the rest of the history here we are that's so amazing and i mean you you touched on a couple of the pain points of other sauna options yeah. um that was definitely what brought me to a sauna blanket solution because uh i have zero space in my home and so even those tents you know they have like sauna tents yeah. i don't even have enough space for a sauna tent and so i was like that's not gonna work and i mean i had one of those 
like larger tents, that's totally not going to work. And then you have the standalone uh, lights, but that doesn't make you sweat enough. I mean, it's great to just have in the background for red light, but it doesn't really do much. I mean, you need a whole wall of those things and that's really expensive. And so, yeah, process of elimination with budget and just space constraints. I mean, the blanket is a great option. Now, had the blanket existed at the time that you guys were creating this idea? Had other people done this? What was kind of that process like? Like, were you the first ones to do a blanket or did that technology already exist? Yeah, so the technology already existed, but in various different qualities. You know, we found a couple that had some very poor materials and things like that. Um, You might've seen those kind of silver looking blankets that look like, look like they're kind of almost made out of foil but there was there was probably like one other brand that was doing it so far but then since then since we've launched it's yeah it's there's a lot more that have cropped up and it, i think it's becoming more mainstream as, as an alternative you know to um to the, the regular box saunas completely and and when i started on my search of like okay i know i want a sauna i need to sweat i need to open up my my sweat drainage pathways because like guys i am the person that i could go outside in a hundred degree weather and not sweat at all and i Uh knew that this was a big issue for me and so i knew i wanted a blanket and i went to one of the websites and i'm searching and right there on their page they said that they used fire retardants in their materials Mm. and i'm like what? So you're going to heat up materials that have fire retardants and you don't think that that's, I don't know, going to like, you're not going to breathe that in or soak that up. It was really hard to find a blanket or a sauna solution that didn't have poor materials actually. Yeah. Yep. It's, um, we got to go through very, very rigorous testing because there's lots of, lots of things out there that you don't want to be breathing in for sure. So very important to do, do those checks. Hemp hearts. Let's first talk about why they are so unique in a class of nuts and seeds. Well, they're actually considered a seed and how they make the perfect addition to your diet. Hemp hearts are rich in fats, but not just any fats, the good healthy ones, the ones you want to fill your diet with to help reduce inflammation, support joint health and balance hormones. Hemp hearts have six times the omega-3 of raw tuna, four times the omega-3s as most fish oil supplements, and they're rich in fiber, promoting gut health and helping aid digestion. They're also a rich source of plant-based protein containing 10 grams of protein per 30 gram serving. What's unique about hemp hearts is unlike many plant-based protein sources, they contain all 20 amino acids and all of the nine essential amino acids, making hemp hearts one of the best plant-based protein sources, or if you ask me, the best. Hemp hearts are rich in micronutrients such as iron, magnesium, B vitamin, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin E. It's said to be nature's multivitamin as it contains high daily value percentages of those micronutrients. Also, for women struggling with hormone health, which is basically every one of us, <laughs> it also contains GLA, which is extremely healthy for women's hormones. You can go to eatenhemp.com slash keto diet. Use the code keto diet, all in caps for 25% off. These are the best of the best hemp parts that exist, guys, because they're backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you don't like it, you get your money back. And this company rocks. So if you go to eatenhemp.com slash keto diet, use the code keto diet, all in caps for 25% off. Give them a try and let me know what you think. Again, if you don't like them, just contact them and you will get your money back. And what does that testing look like for you? I know that once I found that website, and I'll just say the brand, Higher Dose, everyone Mm -hmm. talks about them. Um, I went on their website, it said they had fire retardants. I went on social media, I asked them about it. They weren't honest, like they didn't get back to me rather. They didn't get back to me. For months, I tried reaching out to them. Finally, um, they reached out and said, you know, we take pride in our ingredients and all the things and they had actually removed the information from their website. And so I take the stuff pretty seriously, you know, when I'm trying things, if I like it, I know I'm going to recommend it. And so um, what is your testing like? And and what has that process been like for you guys? Yeah, it's, um, you have to comply with a lot of international standards, obviously, because there's legalities to everything. So it's, there's a, 
in the detoxing world and the wellness world, there's obviously things that we know that aren't great for you, but are still like required from a legal perspective, if that makes sense. So it's, it's pretty much a very, very detailed process with our manufacturer who is best in class at red light and infrared heat and things like that, that knows the science and then them doing a ton of testing uh, with us, with a third party safety uh, organization to just pretty much find that middle ground, you know, between the healthiest blanket possible, but that also absolutely applies by all of the international safety laws for heating up infrared sauna blankets. Completely, because there's materials and there's heat involved. I'm sure you're kind of playing this dance between safety and healthfulness and kind of just trying to make both ends meet. And so since we're on the topic of materials and things, and we've talked about this for a couple minutes, what are the materials, like what makes up your blanket? Yeah, so pretty much it's obviously you've got infrared heating in the middle, and then we have just some layers of, of waterproof layers and PU leather on the outside so it's all the highest quality that you can get and that's it really it's very simple uh, velcro to attach the the blanket together and that's it all toxin free and that velcro is very velcro-y <laughs> yeah yeah it really sticks i was a little bit worried like the air would escape out of it and i'm like is this really gonna work and it is very well done <laughs> yeah the reason it, it works, like it, it works because of the infrared heat. If it was a regular, well, you wouldn't be able to do a regular sauna in a, in a sauna blanket. But um, it, it works even though your head is out of the blanket because you're heating the body up from within. So, yeah, it's um, infrared heat's great. I love it. And something I notice, it's, it's quite hot in there and I'm sweating quite a bit that the humidity goes out mm-hmm. through the face like where my face is so my face is usually pretty sweaty and wet i put a towel under my neck and then i should really get a headband like a sweatband <laughs> that would be really helpful yeah yeah so there's it's, it's a lot of sweat for a girl that was not sweating you guys i'm not even kidding like i could go outside in the middle of summer in florida and not sweat wow it's pretty cool to see that change in a very short period of time. Um, we're recording this podcast in November. I've been using the blanket for almost two months and I'm sweating like outside, which I think that there's a lot of dialogue around the fact that sweating is not good and you shouldn't sweat and it's dirty and gross. But think of your body as having just a couple of ways that it can get stuff out. You know, you have your bowels, your breathing, urination and sweat and sweat is such a great detox pathway. It's one of the largest ones. And it's so effective at removing mycotoxins, heavy metals. So we'll get into the benefits a little bit more. But I want to kind of drill down on, you said, far infrared. Now, is light going through the fabric or how is that working Yeah. for those who yeah. have no idea what you're talking about? <laughs> so the far infrared penetrates through the fabrics and then penetrates through your skin, which then heats up your body from within. And how is that different from just being in a hot room? So it's, it's all about the wavelengths. So you've got lots of different wavelengths of, of light, um, which turns into heat. So you've got you know, near infrared, you've got UV, you've got blue light, et cetera, et cetera. And, and they all work differently. So when you step, the best way to explain it is in terms of how it feels is if you step, have you ever stepped into a regular sauna? A non-infrared, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, we have one in our community, and I have a very similar experience to you. It's just yeah. waiting forever. <laughs> yeah. So when you get into a regular sauna and it's already hot, the heat hits you straight away, and it hits you in the face, and you just feel it on the body, and you start to sweat relatively quickly, whereas with an infrared sauna, the heat is not as kind of visibly hot but what it does is because it penetrates the skin deeper, it then raises your heart rate more eventually and pumps more blood around the body and it actually heats up the body, activates blood flow, and you begin to sweat even more and your heart rate is even higher than it would be in a regular sauna. So it's a different experience. It's a, it's a slower build in an infrared sauna, but at the end it's almost like a, a workout and it's a very, very different feeling. 
Yeah, it is very much a slower build. Um, so your blanket, correct me if I'm wrong, because I've never gone up to the highest setting. It's one to nine. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. I'm at a five and just yesterday I'm like, maybe I'll try a six. Maybe because it was so hot, a six was too much. But I notice on the five setting, and I'm going to ask you in a bit what those temperatures are and how it works. But on a five setting, I start sweating around the 30 minute mark, maybe 40 minutes, like my drainage pathways are slow and it's okay. But by 55 minutes, I'm like, this is like a workout. My heart is racing and I'm sweating like crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it is, it's so cool. Like when I first discovered infrared saunas and, and realized how you can feel like you're having a workout by the end of it, it was, um, yeah, it was cool. It was a nice little find. Completely. And so you're saying that the difference, like, I think a lot of people are aware of things like Juve, you know, where you're standing in front of an actual red light that differs from your product, which is wavelengths. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So it's just that's light and you're not really going to get very hot. Whereas this is infrared sauna using far infrared heat. Mm -hmm. And so we've talked about the heating levels what do those mean? Do you have certain temperatures? Do they pulse differently? Like what is the setting between one and nine? What can one expect yeah. in a one versus a nine and the temperatures and such? So pretty much one is about 95 degrees Fahrenheit all the way up to 165 would be nine. So you can just do it in, in intervals from there. Yeah, I'm at a five. I tried a six. Um, mm -hmm. No, that's not going to work for me right now. <laughs> Do you find like over time people get more acclimatized to it and they increase slowly? Yeah, they do. But at the end of the day, everyone's got their preferences and everyone's got their own individual unique bodies as well. You know, like you've got your preferences and you're, you're wanting to use it to help your body to sweat more. Other people just bring it straight up. <laughs> we, we recommend you start on that five five to six mark but um yeah people people build up their tolerance over time for sure what sort of people are using your product like you were talking about the different types mm. that might be good for people to hear like you know people that want to build up sweat are there reasons why somebody would use your product or customers that you've chatted with yeah there's actually a really wide variety of uh of people that use it which is kind of cool so we have a lot of elite athletes are using it now for just their recovery. So we've got professional rugby players, football players over in England. We've got some NFL players. We've even had to make a, a few custom blankets for NBA players because they're, they're so tall. And we've got UFC athletes, boxers. Boxers use it a lot uh, before their fight for cutting weight. And then down to everyday people that just love their their wellness and enjoy looking after themselves through to people that are just sauna lovers but have you know potentially through the pandemic they haven't been able to access a sauna so they've, mm. they've had a, a home option through to people that want to burn a couple of extra calories through to people that are just maybe wanting to get there's a lot of different benefits that people can get from it so maybe people want to detox more so they'll use it or maybe they want to make sure they can flush out their skin on a regular basis so they'll use it. So lots of different people, men, women, all kind of ages, all for all for some fairly different reasons, which is kind of kind of cool. I'm glad you mentioned the height thing because I'm 5'11 and I was really nervous I wasn't going to fit. Yeah. But it's good. It's good. I think if I were 6 maybe like 6'1, 6'2 would be pushing it a lot. But if anyone listening is around my height um, and I'm constantly worried about my height being a limit to many, many things. So if you guys are listening or like, I don't think I'm going to fit in a blanket. If you're around 5'11", it's worked for me well. Awesome. Glad to hear. And so EMF, that's another piece of the heating and just the overall structure. Do you guys do EMF testing? Can you explain what EMF is and if it should be a concern using your product? Yeah. So electromagnetic frequency, something that exists in a lot of things, like even the, um, the AirPods that I'm using right now, uh, have a lot, which I'm trying to mm -hmm. reduce my <laughs> AirPod consumption. But so as of when this podcast is going to be out, our blankets are going to be zero EMF, which is very exciting. At the moment, our, our first version has low EMF. All 
we were very specific with our manufacturer. We want to get it as low as possible, but we couldn't get it to zero. And I don't think many blankets actually are zero. But as of March, it will uh, it will be zero EMF, which is super exciting. It's one of those things. My my take on EMF is it's very difficult to avoid in your day to day life. You know, our Wi Fi routers have it coming out twenty four seven. Our phones have it. You know, if you carry your phone in your pocket, it's not going to be ideal if you have it day in day out. AirPods again are quite actually very very strong, like a tremendous amount stronger than an infrared sauna blanket, uh, for example. But if you're being exposed to a very very small amount, forty five minutes, it's fine. But the the good news is they'll be at zero soon. Keto flu, impossible fasting symptoms that stop you mid-fast, cravings at any hour of the day, or feeling off after a sweaty workout, these are some of the signs that you're low in electrolytes. When I first started keto, I made all of the mistakes. One of the biggest ones was not supplementing with electrolytes. And still, seven years into keto, I often forget how essential electrolytes are. Honestly, it's easy to forget to take electrolytes because, well, a lot of them don't taste very good or work very well. Enter Element, the most delicious, well-balanced electrolyte powder I've personally tried, like ever. Add to water and enjoy any time of day. These electrolytes are salty, as they should be, quenching your thirst and hitting the spot. And the best part, when you head to drinklmnt.com slash KDP, you'll receive a free Element sample pack. You only pay $5 for shipping. The sample pack includes eight packets of Element that includes two citrus, two raspberry, two orange, and two raw unflavored. Go to drinklmnt.com forward slash KDP for your free sample pack. I love Element and I really think you're going to too. Again, that's drinkelement.com forward slash KDP to get your free sample pack. And if you don't love it, they will refund your $5. No questions asked. That's so great. Okay. So anyone listening is going to get a different version than the blanket that I have. Have you made any changes other than the EMF piece to the new version that will be out when this podcast releases in March? There will be a couple of changes. I can't reveal too many details, but there'll be a couple of design changes, a bit bigger, a bit lighter. So some, yeah, just some general design upgrades that should make the experience um, a lot better, improve controller and things like that as well. Oh, that's so great. Okay. Maybe I'll have to like, we'll make sure we get you one gift mine to a friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's great on the lighter piece. So we went to Disney world recently and I begged my husband, I was like, come on, like I could totally bring my sauna with me. You know how much I hurt when I've been walking 30,000 steps. I totally should have brought it. He talked me out of it. That was a poor choice. But one of the reasons why he's like, oh, don't take it. It's kind of heavy. Like, it's just to get it to the room and back. And I'm like, it's not that heavy. But oh, for it to be lighter, even when you're sitting in the sauna or laying, I guess, on your bed in the blanket, when your feet are kind of like bent down, the weight of the blanket kind of goes up against the top of your feet. And if I don't like stretch out my feet like straight, like flex them, um, sometimes the weight will like give me a good stretch anyways. Um, but that's exciting that it'll be a little bit lighter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not going to, it's never going to be very, very light just due to the, the weight of the materials that we have to use for a product like this and also the heating wires, but yeah, we're, we're doing our best. That's great. I can't wait to hear what else is changing. And one thing we didn't touch on when we were speaking about kind of how it's made is where it's made. Mm. Where are you guys located and where are your blankets sold and where are they made? Because I know that that's important to many listeners. Yeah. So in terms of us as a business, we're, we're, the team is all around the world. We've got team. So I'm in, currently in America and then we have team in Australia, Canada, and the UK. And then our manufacturing team is split between the Netherlands and China. So the we've got like an app coming out and things like that that's going to be developed in Netherlands, but the actual manufacturing is done in China. You'll find that every product is is pretty much developed over there nowadays. And then we sell. So we have officially we have warehouses in uh, Europe, the UK and America and Australia. 
So stock is held in all four of those warehouses so we can have uh, fast shipping to our customers over there. That's great. That's awesome. I know my Canadian friends, every time I have a cool product and I'm sharing stuff, like they immediately before even listening to the whole thing, they're like, I won't be able to get this. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's good to hear. It's annoying. <laughs> I know. I know I'm Canadian, so I feel the pain completely. It sucks sometimes. Okay. So let's talk about using the blanket. We've touched on it a little bit. I think one of the biggest things that I I don't totally understand, perhaps I do, yeah. but was a surprise to me is that you have to wear clothes. Yeah. Tell me why, how, why, why, why? <laughs> it's just, um, it helps to absorb a little bit of the sweat and it's just a, a general safety measure with our, all of our compliance work that we have to do to make the products internationally compliant with electrical standards and things like that. It's simply um, something that we're required to, to say. So. It's people do take off clothes if they want. We have a um, what's called an experience kit that has a little uh, towel insert that you can use to get put into the blanket and remove clothes. But to be honest, people a lot of people do prefer it if they wear very light clothes. It's just a, a nicer feeling than being the skin up against the, the material of the blanket. But at the end of the day, it's just simply something we, we've said as a, a general guideline. So it's not nothing, no science behind it, nothing like that. Yeah. So I started using the blanket with clothes and I'm like, I'm a rebel. I'm just going to try it without. And I like it without. The only problem is the cleanup. Like there's so much sweat that it's like a total mess. It's a total mess. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's It's a total mess. There's a lot of sweat that gets produced and it's, I mean, it's, it's easy to clean, right? Like as long as you just fold the blanket out flat, on a flat surface and obviously if it's not on a flat surface put it in the shower <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, don't put it in the shower don't do that that's a joke <laughs> no <laughs> and you've you can clean it up afterwards it, it's fine but yeah the clothes do help in terms of absorbing some of that sweat completely i haven't gotten an experience kit yet i have tried like laying on a towel um it definitely lowers the temperature like i don't sweat as much i find the clothes yeah i went without clothes for a couple weeks then with clothes and i was like oh right this is so much easier to clean my my clothes are soaking wet like yeah wetter than an hour and a half yoga hot yoga session with like it's you're soaked you it's like you went swimming in your clothes yeah (laughs) That's great. Love to hear it. Which is so good. So good. Okay. So we talked about the heating levels. What are your thoughts on how often to use or what do you guys recommend in that area? Mm, I would say once a day at most, just because it is, you know, to be losing that much water, water and sweat more than once a day, personally wouldn't recommend it. But once a day, I kind of find a sweet spot at like, three to four times a week, but feel free to go go wild within those parameters, I'd say. Yeah, completely. I do it every other day. I find if I do it more, like if I were to do it every day, I, I don't think I could keep up with my electrolytes. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm detoxing from mold and so I'm already quite dehydrated. And for those who have mold in their home or mycotoxin illness, I, you just can't keep up with the hydration required already with mold. And so if mold is your thing, I wouldn't recommend it more than every other day. And even at that, like making sure that you're doing, of course, your element electrolytes, if you guys are into that, I don't even taste the salt in those anymore. They're so good. But yeah, making sure that you're well hydrated is super important because like you do sweat a whole bunch once your pathways are open. Oh yeah. Speaking of sweat, how do you clean it? We talked about like making sure that you are wearing clothes, mm-hmm. you know, to help mop up the sweat, perhaps an experience kit. But once you've, you know, showered, please shower directly after. What I do is I get right out of the sauna and shower really well. And um, that gives time for the blanket to cool down. And then once it's cooled, I start cleaning. What do you guys recommend and how to clean? Yeah. So very similar to kind of how you would clean a yoga mat, apart from there's just more sweat. So uh, like a microfiber towel, any kind of cleaning towel you can simply just wipe the sweat away and then we recommend just spraying it with like a natural antibacterial spray or a bit of tea tree oil or something like that to get rid of any remaining sweat and keep it smelling smelling fresh 
and that's it. There's no sweat being, you know, absorbed into the materials and developing a horrible smell over time. I don't think like that's yeah, that's just not not happening. And yeah, it takes two minutes maximum. Yeah, that's been my experience. Like I said, I shower, I, I keep it open while I'm showering just to like cool off. And then I take my shower towel and I just wipe up the sweat and then I grab a clean cloth and I spray it with um, like distilled water and what's the on guard mm-hmm. uh, combo. It's like a doTERRA mixture. You could also use thieves or like you said, tea tree oil um, mixed up in there and I'll just spray that and wipe it down. Like you said, it takes two minutes. It's not yeah. hard at all. And once it's cooled, I just fold it up. And do you remember, I don't know if sleeping bags are still like this. Cause I still have mine from like 1986 but when you'd get a sleeping bag and there's no way you could get it back into the bag your sauna is not like that you can actually fold it and it goes back in the bag quite easily so i was impressed by that we were we had to make sure that happened because that sleeping bag <laughs> phenomenon is one of my most hated uh things my little pet peeves in the world so yes it, it's very easy to fold up and put back into the bag that's great. That's so great. It's nice to know there's somebody else that can't even <laughs> handle the whole sleeping bag situation. Yeah. It's like, how did this get in here? I'm one of those people. One of those people. I can't. And I guess the experience of using kind of backtrack, I forgot to kind of touch on this and people might have questions um, because we are talking about materials mm-hmm. inside the blanket. If you're laying down on your, like a bed is really comfortable. You know, you have the blanket out, you're inside the blanket. Can you bend your knees and bend the blanket while you're using it? Or do you have to keep pretty still? Yeah, you'd, you'd probably want to keep pretty still. Like you can move about in it, but you're lying down and it's going to be, you could put your knees up a little bit, but we try to encourage not trying not to like bend the wires and things like that. Mm. So some people are on like a little incline, you know, if they have like an inclining bed or chair or something like that. But most of the time people are still, it's kind of like a meditative kind of 30 to 45 minutes, you know, you're very still and the blanket's quite heavy. So to kind of prop it up with your, with your knees would be, pretty much a little bit inconvenient and uncomfortable, I'd say. I really hope you're enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. You can snap a pic and tag me at Leanne Vogel or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. Yeah, completely. I'm a total weirdo and I love weighted blankets and a couple of weeks ago, I tried putting my weighted blanket on top of me while doing the sauna and actually really liked it. I felt like fast asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was good. That's great. Okay. So there's something on your website and I know a couple of the reviews that I was watching on YouTube before I purchased my blanket and some of the like research I was doing, it says that you can burn like 600 calories in a 30 minute session. Mm. It's not real. Like how did you get like, really? Come on. Really? Yes. It's up to 600 calories. So there's actually been studies done, like not our personal studies, but you can burn up to that amount. But it just depends on the person, you know, it's, we get a lot of questions on this and a lot of people on social media and everyone, when like people need to understand that burning calories is a very subjective, not subjective. It's a very unique thing for every person. Like one person A and person B are not going to burn the same amount of calories from doing the same activity. So it's, you can burn up to that amount and we've had people prove that some of our customers speaking to us about it but some people might not so it's all depends on on you your body and your body's reaction to it but you can burn calories you're you're burning calories no matter what when you go in it for sure which is a big reason why people purchase yes it's not one of the reasons why i purchased i could care less about that stuff yeah yeah. Really? Like, I mean, the amount of sweat that you're doing, the changes I've seen in my skin. I'm using uh, the Killbind Sweat Protocol from Dr. Jess Petros. We had her on the show quite some time ago. I'll put the link in the show notes if you guys want to use something like that in the protocol. Basically, her Killbind Sweat is to kill with antimicrobials, bind with a binder, and then sweat in a 
blanket or otherwise. And so that's been really helpful, you know, with chronic illness and things like that, that I'm working through. So I'll, I'll be sure to include that in there because I think many of the women listening are more in that realm than the, am I going to burn 200 calories or 600 calories? Yeah. My suggestion for our community is like, get your eyes off the calories. And there's so much more that this blanket can provide than worrying about that kind of stuff. (laughs) I would agree. And I, yeah, I think a lot of your listeners will be, will be clued into that as well. Awesome. Do you feel like I've missed anything or anything you really want to highlight as to the benefits or anything of the sauna or just, you know, at the beginning of today's show, before we started chatting, I kind of went through drainage pathways and Mm. benefits of sauna beyond detox and things like that. Is there anything else that you feel like we've missed today? Well, maybe we can talk a little bit about the, um, the benefits that you feel. I know you touched upon skin and things like that. I mean, we focus on there are lots of benefits, but we focus on six main ones, which is recovery from exercise, reduce stress, calorie burn, better skin, better sleep, and detoxification. So, I mean, what you said that you've uh, experienced some changes in your skin? Yeah, just it's a lot softer. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? It's far softer and just my complexion is more even, mm. I would say. And sometimes I'll get like bumps on the back of my arms and on the back on my back. I don't get those. I haven't had those in two months. That's just an added benefit. I really just got this because I was going to our community sauna and it was always filthy and disgusting and took me so long to like coordinate the time that it was like a two hour experience from start to finish. And I just didn't have the time. And I knew that I needed to continue opening up my drainage pathways because I'm dealing with lime and mold. And so I knew that this was important. And so the softness of skin was an added benefit, but I've noticed my symptoms, like I have intense neck and back pain. It's excruciating Okay, and it's helped. I would say it's probably about 50% better, which is huge. Like, because I mean, my neck has hurt for seven years nonstop. So to be able to have that has just been incredible in my home at a good cost and I don't need to go anywhere and it's easy cleanup and it doesn't take up a lot of space. I mean, the benefits are just phenomenal. So I would say those are two big ones that I've experienced. Yeah. That's so good to hear. So happy to hear that. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I just love the way that my skin feels when I, when I come out of the sauna, Mm. particularly if I have a a cold shower afterwards and your skin just feels. Yes, of course. Essential. Yeah. Yeah. Just so like, tight and flushed out of all the bad stuff and just you look at it and just feels so healthy and it's just really really nice feeling and if you use it consistently obviously you're sweating out a lot of those toxins in the skin of the face and helping to clear out some dirt and things like that so produces a lot of collagen actually as well because increased blood flow to the skin in the uh some more nutrient more nutrients and blood flow in the skin helps produce collagen which keeps your skin firm and improves your skin tone. That's awesome. Oh, yes. Also, two other things that I, as you were talking, I was thinking of about, I would say, three weeks into fully sweating and like getting in the groove far more than I did in the community sauna that I was going to. My sweat stunk like it was Mm. so bad and some of it dripped into my mouth and I was like oh dear lord that is not sweat that is like bleach what is that (laughs) so that was like a really good sign that my drainage pathways were open and I was actually detoxifying some pretty gnarly stuff so yeah that made me happy and kind of gave like the check mark that's when I started thinking okay like this is beyond a product that I use and I really want my community to hear about this and know about the benefits that's a really good point actually that was a big one for sure if anyone is genuinely curious about that because it is something that i can appreciate for people that haven't used an infrared sauna before we get a lot of people being like sweats just sweat you know blah 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 if you actually <laughs> look at your sweat from exercise or uh, a regular sauna it is yeah it is much different to the sweat that comes out when you're in an infrared sauna and the proof is in the pudding. You just need to look at it. And if you're brave enough, smell it. <laughs> yeah. Or it drips in your mouth and you're like, oh, why did that happen? It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's oh, um, horrible. It's really some deep sweat, sweating out some, some toxins from deep in, in the body. 
And that's where the Killbind Sweat Protocol from Dr. Jess Petros comes in. I believe she trademarked this protocol, if I believe correctly. So again, I'll include that in the link because using the kill and the bind together, taking a binder before or after you're in the sauna, it takes it to the next level because you're kicking up some pretty serious stuff. And for those who are dealing with some pretty serious stuff, it's good to bind it out properly. And I guess... The last benefit um, that I can think of right now, I went to the doctor a couple weeks ago and she's like, you look fantastic. Your skin looks like, what are you doing? I'm like, really? The only change is that I'm sweating in a blanket. She's like, what? What? What do you mean a blanket? And so I sent it to her. So that was just good feedback. You know, a doctor that's for my skin telling me my skin looks better and I haven't changed anything else. So those are the benefits. I'm glad you brought that up so we could share our stories. That's great. Yeah, that's it's always nice to hear. Because as I mentioned before, everyone has different things that they love it, the the blanket and the sauna for. But um, yeah, it's I'm so happy to hear that you've found those benefits in the detoxing and the skin and, and um, yeah, really happy to hear it. Awesome. Well, Ed, I will include for all those listening, um, the link will be in the show notes if you want to go check out um, the sauna blanket from My High. It's healthfulpursuit.com slash My High. You can use the code Leanne, that's L-E-A-N-N-E uh, for $50 off. Um, but another reason I love your guys' blanket and it comes with a money back guarantee so you guys can try out the blanket. And if you hate it, you can not have it anymore. So um, we talked about this in the show, but the product is available in the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, and New Zealand. So again, that link is healthfulpursuit.com slash myhigh and use code Leanne, all in caps, for $50 off. Awesome. Great. Well, Ed, thanks so much for coming on the show today. I really enjoyed having a conversation with you. Thank you, Leanne. It was really, really nice to chat. Okay, that's it for another episode of the Keto Diet Podcast. I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Again, if you want to check out my high, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash M-I-H-I-G-H and use the code Leanne for $50 off. And if you like the idea of detoxing, but you don't love the idea of a blanket, definitely check out Therasage for a tent solution. They run out very quickly, so just... Be patient with that. Or Juve, if you can set up a huge modular thing. And if you end up doing a modular thing, please send me a picture because those are so crazy. But it will cost you. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, Have a good one. And I will see you next week for another episode of the Keto Diet Podcast. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. Music for the Keto Diet Podcast provided by Yechi. Follow Jacob on Instagram at Yechi underscore official and on Spotify as Yechi. That's Y-E-C-H-I. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.